Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to the NXT 2.0. Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Ampro and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Money RL, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course. On Wrestle Culture, as I said, though, joined by Hamlin Cedric to look ahead to NXT 2.0 tonight, the uh, go home show ahead of next week's Halloween Havoc special. Uh, Hamlet, have you been keeping up with the best wrestling show on television? No, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but then even if I was watching every week, I don't feel like I could keep up with NXT 2.0. That was how it felt in the ones I did get to see. Um, yeah, this feels, as we sit down to record this now, genuinely intimidating. You've told me that there's games. You know, we've done the sort of behind-the-scenes thing where I've at least try and prepare a few things for games. But in watching Raw, where for a review, I thought, oh, good. Absolutely nothing has happened in the last few weeks. I can drop right back in and everything's exactly the same. I have absolutely no clue how to like fully analyse the things we're about to preview here until I've seen it all for myself. It feels like the world could have changed 10 times over, and that would actually have been how NXT 2.0 would have meant for it to be. I will say this. We are going to take the piss, and we do fill this preview with a lot of games because it's just the most random, all-over-the-place show with new gimmicks aplenty, which we'll delve into in a second. But um, I will say the main event of last week was actually the first genuinely good thing I think NXT 2.0 has done. It was Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Santos Escobar. Swerve defending that NXT North American Championship before, of course, he transitions onto the main roster. Hit Row being drafted to SmackDown. So he assumed, well, Santos wins the title off him. That wasn't the case. Santos lost, but only because when he had his pals from Legado del Fantasma come down and try and cause interference, who should run out and help them? Not members of Hit Row who had been kidnapped earlier on in the day. <laughs> but in fact, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And post-match, as Swerve was standing tall with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes lays out Swerve, cashes in that contract he got for winning the NXT breakout tournament and becomes the new North American champion. Sid, that was a genuinely great ending to NXT last week, I thought. As far as cash-ins go, yes. Good match, good character development, I mean, it's a pointless exercise, but they've preserved the credibility of Swift Scott and by association hit rule before. All credibility is lost on the main roster. Mm. That's like the main plot point that I guess doesn't really matter because 
I mean, it does, you know, we've got a new North American champion. Exactly. A huge title change. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just been absolutely hilarious. Like, the way I put it to uh, Wilborn last week is the old four blokes in charge have clearly just got this social media intern and went, right, we need to be current with the kids. So what you need to do, intern, is find out what's connecting with the youth and we need to shoehorn it into the television. So Lash Legend had her weekly lashing out segment mm-hmm. and she said that, um, that everyone catched the WWE draft. Everyone got so shaken up that no one knows where they're going anymore or something like that. <laughs> and I heard that next week, they're going to call it WWE Squid Games. Oh. And like these planted yeah. fans in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say all the room of Madcap Moss. All of them are Madcap Moss. Do you know who Madcap Moss is? Mad, uh, I, Mad, he's with Baron Corbin, but I've not seen anything. It's Riddick Moss and he's Madcap Moss and Madcap Moss's shtick on SmackDown. So this is very NXT 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Madcap Moss is a guy who basically his bit is he tells the worst deliberately unfunny jokes imaginable. I got, I got jokes for you. I got two short ones and a long one. Joke, joke, joke. <laughs> this, is, this is Mad Cat Moss. Jesus Christ. I'll tell you a link to Mad Cat Moss. Like, what was one of his jokes? Uh, there was this chicken, right? This chicken, been, been laying eggs all its life. And then all of a sudden, boom, one day he wakes up, can't lay eggs. A real problem. This goes on for a while. Goes to see a therapist and says, oh, let's see what your problem is. You're having a existential crisis. <laughs> God. That's, um, oh, that's man. Mad Cat Moss. Um, they're talking about Squid Games for some reason. And <laughs> Squid And can I give Hamlet the game? I've thought of two. Do another game, yeah, more I've, games. Right, the pre-game for the games. <laughs> so, so many games. So I thought of my two options now. The question now is, there was a new gimmick yeah. on NXT 2.0 last week, right? Yeah. And it's Grayson Waller's new gimmick. What I want to know from you, Hamlet, is, is Grayson Waller an adrenaline junkie or is he a Golden Gloves boxer? Well, I've, no, hang on. I'm going to bollocks this. Because I saw he was... It, it might not have been Adrenaline Junkie strictly, but I'm sure it was like, I like bungee jumping and stuff. You're wrong. Right. Both. It's both, yeah. He said he was an Adrenaline Junkie before he fought Roderick Strong when they introduced him. Yeah, that um, was and it. Last week, uh, he came out and he was a Golden Gloves fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a boxer now. And do you remember... And, uh, and also, he's yeah. a top shagger as well. Oh, yeah. It's a top shagger because Cameron Grimes was trying to crack on to someone because, you know, he's looking for love. Do you know this? Heard about this? Uh, I don't think so. No. Cameron Grimes is looking for love now. Right. He looked at the game mm-hmm. um, of Grayson Waller and was like, how do you do that? And this is not, this is not, <laughs> it's not an elaborate bit, I swear. Grayson Waller, was, Grayson Waller went, well, what you need to do, Cameron, is, you know, tidy your beard up, cut your hair, mm-hmm. and get on one of these dating apps <laughs> you know if Cameron Grimes is going to invent mm-hmm. a dating app, yeah. you swipe yeah. left and swipe left, you just get different versions you of Cameron Grimes in different poses. To their poon, yeah. To their poon. <laughs> that was mine. That was mine. Yeah. It sounds like a Wilborn. No, it's it's it was mine. all him. So he's either going to get his hole through a traditional dating app, a la Tinder, to connect with the kids, or he's going to build his own. He's an app. He's a Silicon Valley billionaire. I've got it. it no, nah, he's going to be, well, all of that. And he's going to be a gembler because he's going to be doffing his hat, isn't he? Hello, my lady. 
Malay there. Neckbeard. He's good. A Southern uh, States jambler. Just to keep him up to date. You know, you know uh, Vink? Remember Vink? Yeah, no, I know this. I've told him like, you know about Jude Bloody Hansen, don't you? Honestly, they're sort of, I can't tell you. that it's, I don't want to get too dark. I'm decked out in all the NHS PPE, watching, marvelling away as doctors do their amazing work. And I get a text from Sidgwick. How's things going? By the way, um, thingy, Tony Dandelow wears a law track suit and Vink plays poker now. <laughs> I've got to miss the wrestling so much. Uh, but, Sige, it is the go-home show ahead of Halloween Havoc tonight. One more thing. Oh, go on. Can you remember uh, Tommaso Ciampa at Halloween Havoc last year? He was the literal worst bit of it because it was a really good night and then he was like, I hate all this good stuff. He came out the other week on NXT 2.0 and was like, who's ready for Halloween Havoc, guys? Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like um, uh, like Conrad at that um, Double or Nothing press conference. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for AEW? So it's the go-home show ahead of Halloween Havoc uh, tonight, Siege. And um, they really pushed the boat out because we're going to find out whether the two people fighting for the world title can coexist in a very original storyline. <laughs> it is going to be Tommaso Ciampa and Brown Breaker versus the grizzled young veterans tonight. How do you see this one playing out? I see it playing out with Bron Breaker laying out Tommaso Ciampa and holding the title above his head. And Tommaso Ciampa was like, yeah, <laughs> I, I respect that. I respect your ambition. <laughs> um, it's going to be rubbish. Um, now the match itself, it can't be bad because Tommaso Ciampa and, you know, Grizzled Young Veterans are class, vastly mm-hmm. underrated tag team. And it's going to be, the worst thing about NXT 2.0 Hamlet is that they actually kind of halfway know what they're doing in terms of getting the big lads and the green lugs and having them mix it up with the, um, the really great veteran professional wrestlers. So they are going to build to an absolutely awesome Bron Breaker hot tag. Oh, James Drake's going to fl- fling himself all over the place, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. So, like, even if they don't coexist, Bron Breaker is going to like really steal the match and win it for his team. And Tommaso Chapman's going to look like, yeah, oh, bugger. He might not lay him out. I can very much see, though, you like you say, him winning the match for his team and being passed the title by the referee and oh, he, being the one to, he being the one to look at it and then go, this is yours for now, sort of thing, basically. Oh, Chucky's on this week as well. Oh, yeah, Chucky was on last week, wasn't he? What, child's uh, doll? Yeah, he was moaning about too many ad breaks in WWE, I think. Yeah, and he's going to be on this week. And everyone's going, oh, shouldn't Bron Breaker interact with Chucky? Won't it be funny? No, I want to be a star. I get nostalgia. You like nostalgia so much, boom up the network. <laughs> and also, why would you interact with him? No one from any, and no other member of the Breaker family can I remember ever interacting with Chucky. Wouldn't make any sense. Well, there is that as well. Bron should, uh, Bron should take his head off with a breaker line. We heard that. It's a family clothesline. Um, that, this might, surely they're going to do a um, mega powers handshake and then just as Champ is about to walk away from the handshake, breaker pulls him back. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. We haven't seen something like that in a while. Day or so. Uh, and the women's side of things, of course, it is going to be Raquel Gonzalez defending her title against Mandy Rose in a spin the wheel, make the deal match next Tuesday. Do you see any developments with this, uh, Hamlet, in terms of 
I mean, she's just come out for the last few weeks and said she's the baddest bitch in the, in the game. Yeah, yeah, she's got Dr. Britt Baker shtick. A toxic attraction still the most dominant force in the NXT 2.0 universe. Yes. Because we can't look we can't look past that. Like, like you know that they got beaten the tag team title match before. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw <laughs> yeah, that. they're fighting for them again, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was if I'm not mistaken, it was the same show. Uh, <laughs> came out and beat her up at the end of the night, having lost the tag title match earlier on in the night. It's like we're not gonna take any prisoners now. Like earlier. <laughs> we're from now, yeah. prisoners. From this moment on. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't hope we get to hear something more from Raquel Gonzalez because she's been a bit of a bit part in this so far, really. Her and most of the other people still hanging over from yeah. Triple H's Skull and Cross NXT. Like Mandy Rose to win, isn't it? Like, in ter- like, could they not? Is this next week as well? Nice. It's they're just hyping it. Yeah, there's nothing. So on they're, both, about they're both Halloween Havoc, then, aren't they? So, like, you've got both these title matches where you've got this very 2.0 project versus a very Triple H era mm. NXT champion. That just feels like you're going to strap those people on the same night, aren't you? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in terms of matches advertised for tonight, though, Sige, we've also got Odyssey Jones versus Andre Chase. You've been hearing some good things about Odyssey Jones recently. Yes, but I don't think Andre Chase is the guy to relive those good things. No. By all accounts, um, Odyssey Jones and Roderick Strong had an absolute banger on 205 Live. I haven't seen the full match. I've seen various GIFs and clips, and Jesus Christ, Roderick Strong's bumping. Like Dolph Ziggler. Going, thank God. Did Strong make this guy look like a total colossus? I don't expect this match to be anywhere near as good. You know, they built it up. I love Andre Chase as a character. I really like Odyssey Jones as well, I should say. But I love this Andre Chase character now. Yeah, this Andre Chase character is banter, and Odyssey Jones is just just jumps the hell off this screen. And this should be fun if it doesn't outstay as well. It would, like, it, would go, it would go 18 minutes in the Capital Wrestling Centre. But that's the joy of it now. Mm. We probably don't have to watch much of it. I, I, yeah, I really like this. I'd, I'd still remain clueless as to why Andre Chase would want to take so much punishment when he's already got a full-time job as a teacher. But that's up to him, I suppose. <laughs> he hasn't got tenure yet, so... <laughs> he's not got tenure. He's working for tenure. Um, Odyssey Jones is legitimately terrific. And much like um, Bron Breaker, one of the... Uh, things that was always going to work about this NXT was uh, like a half decent big guy. It was mm. always going to be the thing. Like there were always, you could trust air. Uh, I've already forgotten from our raw review. Austin theory. That was it. Sidgwick made the point that you can always feel when the company are behind a character and thus it allows you to invest slightly before they lose interest. They lose interest in everybody. Uh, they're all hate filled, but right. This show, they're going to have interest in big guys, half decent big guys. And yeah, Odyssey Jones is another one where not only is he, does he sort of jump off the screen? But you can sense that they're going to stick with him for the long haul. So it's it's okay to be able to enjoy these matches in good faith. Who do you think wins? Um, Odyssey Jones. Andre Chase is there to just eat pins as a comedic foil. Yeah, Hamlet. Yeah, Jones as well. There's no reason to have him like this. Is a, a this is a mini feud, isn't it? Hmm. But there's no reason to have him lose this to a kind of new generation gimmick guy. <laughs> Well, because Odyssey Jones isn't that, is he? Like, no. he's not got this daft side hustle at the moment. He's a wrestler. So, like, he needs to win the mini feuds. You say that. We've got a game coming your way very soon that may suggest that someone else could be introducing a new gimmick very soon. 
quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sid, I need your help with this next match, though, because we've got, I don't understand this, we've got a triple threat match ahead of a triple threat match for the women's tag titles, right? So we've got one member of the tag team champions, that's the Yoshi Ryan Zoe Stark, one member of Toxic Attraction, that's Gigi Dolene and JC Jane, and one member of Indy Hartwell and Persia Perotta. They're going to be in a match tonight. We don't know who that's going to be. The winner of which gets to spin the wheel and make the deal for the triple threat tag team match for the women's tag champion, tag team titles at Halloween Havoc. So what do they actually win if they win this match tonight? It go on a wheel. It's so much fun, this. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's already a kind of a a daft, very wrestling thing when we win this match, the winner gets to pick the stipulation for the next one or whatever. It's like, it's all very, it's all very silly and wrestling and whatever. This is literally, I want to go on the wheel. (laughs) What I'm going to do is I'm going to take bumps. I'm going to get like dropped on my head. I'm going to take forearms to the face. I'm going to have my limbs contorted. I'm going to stand terrified as like an inbound aerial attack threatens to like potentially compress my spine like an accordion as I fall back first to the outside mats below that just barely protect the concrete on which my spine is getting rattled. And all of this exists because they don't even get a choice. They just get a go on the wheel. But you know what? I'd bloody love to spin the wheel and make the deal. Yeah. I can't deny that I would love to do that. So I can't in good conscience. I mean, I can. It's an absolute load of total and utter that this is a thing. But at the same time, I'd bloody love to spin the wheel. Plus, you could have some genuine, they're not going to, but you could have some genuine fun in Indy Hartwell 
winning the match, finding out and going to Johnny, going, Johnny, I get to spin the wheel. And he's like, oh, don't talk to me about wheels. Sort I mean, of thing. I think he's going to AEW. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 but she's got the best noise. Remember? So when it's going down, she can do the accompanying noise. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. And they could have like proper themed gimmicks of like, Right, everyone in the match has to have a bin on their head. And yeah, sure, I was like, oh, come on, I'm not really hoping that long because I'm good at that sort of thing. That's the thing, is that it comes up coal miner's glove anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll be for the bin head triple threat for next year. What do, you, what do you think about how this adds to the lore of spin the wheel, make the deal? <laughs> I just, as soon as you were describing it, I had the exact same thoughts as Cedric. I was like, well, that's an in bollocks. And then I was like, yeah, well, I'd quite like a go. If I could, I would I would spin the wheel. They've, yeah, I'm into it. So the thing is, if whoever wins gets the spin, and then they might, like, if that stipulation works for them, they'll be like, no, the, the wheel's on my side. Like, Gargano has done this far better than any of them are going to. Like, he did a, was it a Tornado DDT off the wheel last mm-hmm. year to make friends with them. They haven't got, like, these four men despise all women. There's absolutely no way they've got anything as artful or as elegant as that in mind for a wheel payoff this year. Yeah, I don't even know who wins this. Probably, probably Zoe Stark wins it for a team. And then well, he messes it up with the wheel thing. And Eoshra's like, the oh, reason why I dislike you, sort of thing. Because or Eoshra will go, I don't like you, so I'm gonna spin the wheel instead. And Zoe Stark can go, Eo. <laughs> that absolutely <laughs> lamentable comedic timing. On the wheel, there's a stipulation that like actually has to be friends if they win. Like the can coexist stipulation. <laughs> like, oh God, what are we going to do? Stipulation on the wheel. Break up the tag team. <laughs> it absolutely sucks. Right, I think I think that's everything covered, isn't it? We've got a match. We'll, we'll talk about that as part of our other games. But can we play games. our games now? Games, 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 games. Okay, let's start in the most obvious place to start. And that is the Tony D'Angelo Predictor. Uh, Tony D'Angelo back in action uh, in case you missed it uh, he was in action obviously in the first week in that tracksuit as you mentioned he was sensational we were terrified it was going to be the end of our fun ironically Hamford right (laughs) given our well given his uh, you know shady operation he uh, he wrestles like IRS oh no he was a very legitimate mat based grappler who knows how to cinch in a hole. And what does he say every other move? Hey! Uh-huh. Hey! Uh, what? He's... I like that. I like that very... That's like... So just an FCW match, but with a guy making those gestures every six seconds. No, an IRS match. <laughs> an IRS match. We'll go... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we still don't actually know... What his finish is called? No, so we can play the game again. But different answers, different answers for fun. Yeah. Any any guesses, uh, Hamflirt? We, I, I suggested the schmuck driver, huh? but uh, he's not. Well, I, I still think that shoulder tackle should be called. I'm walking here. I'm wrestling here. <laughs> so I've got a finish name, but then it's also as a result my Tony D'Angelo word. Is that okay for the team? Okay. Yeah. 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 Is that okay? So you know, like. We're getting the king crowned in Saudi. The name of the show is Crown Jewel. And what is he to the family? He's the kingpin. Ah! 
That's very good. And you know, he's an amateur based. I'm putting in here. I'm putting in here. And he's an amateur wrestler. So, like, an actual pinning combination could be his thing. Yeah. That's really good, that. I get boring with this game, personally. <laughs> I want to win it. So, Schmuck Driver, it's funny, but as I was saying at Wilborn, that's more like if a guy in PWG or Spring Break was doing a mafia based gimmick, mm. that would be it. But it's too funny for this version of NXT. So, I want to win. <laughs> so either I've left a friggin' notes downstairs <laughs> I had two attempts right two things I was going to do so I think you know when a guy's getting a little bit you know when we're a little bit suspicious in terms of uh, no when a guy's you know he's a little bit late with a vig for the vigor a little bit late for the vigor so you want to you know Mess them up a little bit. Just frighten them real nice. Just make sure you know that if you get late with a big again, it's going to be sleeping with the fishes. This little tactic is called a shakedown. Oh, yeah. Nice. Shakedown. What? These are, gro- These are really good. This remember, week. we've got the word as well after this. Oh, yeah. I can't, what was my word last week? I can't remember what my word was. I like vig as a word this week. Hey, you got the vig. I won't be. Hey, hey, where's Vic? He plays poker now. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I know I've used this before, but I'm going to go with. You didn't see none. Which is his hit. He's going to hit the hidden blade, basically. Yes. <laughs> for my white. For your white. What are you saying for your white? For my white. Well, last week. He was going to appear on Lashing Out with Lash Legend. Yes. Okay. There was scheduling conflicts. Oh, Tony, we can't find time for you, huh? I say, what'd you say? So there was an inept producer who had not scheduled him as a guest on a show that went 25 seconds and had a Squid Games reference, and there was no guest. Like in, this, <laughs> in this universe... Like at least Ms. TV goes on for like eight minutes. You can theoretically buy into it as a show. Like, lashing out with Lash Sledge just is 25 seconds long and there's no guests and she just says a topical reference, which will get me, by the way. I think that Tony D'Angelo still is a little bit, uh, a little bit pissed off. Mm-hmm. Pissed off. Pissed off. Pissed off that he wasn't on Lash Legend. So I think he's going to try and go on it this week. And I think the reason why he wants to go on the show is that he's taking a little bit of a fancy to that Lash Legend. Okay. And he wants her to be his Guma. <laughs> Guma. I think he's going to say, yeah. Uh, I think you're right. He's going to say, I'm, I'm not happy about this disrespect of being di- directed my goddamn way. Huh? I am the big cheese around here. He's going to say big cheese and he's going to have a physical piece of cheese because people are goddamn stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Tony D'Angelo. I can gorgon go wherever I goddamn want. Huh? Go screw yourselves, huh? What hey. you What's your weight, man? He's got the same weight as the same weight. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's kingpin, isn't it? I'm stuck on cheese. He's under in Bree mode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to play another game? 
got two more. Two more. Let's go for uh, let's go for the new game. I'm calling the Zeitgeist Heist. <laughs> it's where you have to get a topical reference in, like Squid Game. Uh, Havlet, what do you reckon they're going to drop a reference to this week? Right, I can't lie. Um, even if I wasn't sort of out there off the grid a little bit the last couple of weeks, I'm 36. I haven't a clue what's topical anymore. So I just looked at trending topics on Twitter mm-hmm. just to see what people were talking about. And I've come up with, it's Lash Legend, is that her name? Yes. Somebody's going to insult somebody else, and she's going to say, whoa, that was colder than an Xbox fridge. (laughs) (laughs) That's trending because it's a real fucking thing. Is it? What's an Xbox fridge? It's an Xbox fridge, that's what that is. That fridge you keep your Xbox in, or a fridge designed by Microsoft Xbox? (laughs) It's a beer fridge designed by Xbox. Kids are going, basically they've rebadged the mini fridge, you fools, but young'uns are going nuts for it. What? What's wrong with them? I don't know. God. Kids need, they need to, you know what they need? They need something to make from goddamn Xbox grass so people can go out and goddamn touch it. Huh? Well, well, oh, hello. Again, I want to win, right? So I'm trying to apply like actual logic to this. Mm-hmm. We know that this is a Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard production these days. Therefore, the show will be written as we speak. <laughs> Breaking news one hour ago at time Ooh, of recording this very, podcast. Very smart, this. Kanye West has been successful in legally changing his name simply to Yay. It's, it's just Yay now. Okay. So it's just Yay. It's just Yay. So I think Lash Legend will make reference to this topical news story and she will say, you know, I'm going to change my name to just Lash. Just like <laughs> Kanye West. Much like Kanye West is now simply Yay. Very good. And then Vince McMahon will go, capital idea. Your name was too long. Too many syllables for these goddamn idiots to grasp. So, yeah, she's going to be Lash from her next week. That's very good. I, I also looked at what was popping on Twitter over the past seven days. And I think it's going to be something red flag related. Ah, so I think she's going to shoot on that wannabe superhero guy and say, eh, your boyfriend can't win any matches. I don't know why she's studied D'Angelo as well. <laughs> your boyfriend's 12 years old. It's a red flag. <laughs> oh, also, Cora Jade's a, skate- a skateboarder who can't ride a skateboard. That's a, that's a really good uh, new gimmick she's got. She comes out on a skateboard, but she rides it the same way that Chris Jericho rode Darby Allen's skateboard. So. Oh. Like the Johnny Ace thing, they're just running, holding it rather than actually skating. Yeah, on it. she literally pushed, like, come, came out, stood on it, pushed it. It went about three yards. Then she picked it up and ran around ringside, like, yeah, who likes skateboarding? Yeah, like that makes us cringe. But I'm gonna watch it as soon as we finished. Absolutely. He's thing. He's uh, lass. That's their crack still. Uh, yes, for the time being. Uh, yeah, they are romantic uh, to this day. Keep your chin up. You're still my superhero. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yes, I'm going to say that uh, either Lash Legend or someone or something, because uh, they just crowbar it in any way they can, is that's got to be a right red flag for me sort of thing, because that was all the patter on Twitter last week, wasn't it? Uh, finally, Michael Hamflet, what's your thing? What is the new gimmick that is going to launch tonight? Right, I have actually got one for you. I think tonight... We are getting NXT 2.0's first ever wrestler come 
Twitch streamer. So Ooh. this week we see them actually live streaming NXT 2.0 for the first time as and it happened. Allowed on Twitch. Well, obviously not through Twitch. It's through WWE's own brand of that. Um, they're by coming back. It's Twitch. <laughs> it's Twitch. On tout. That's it. They're on tout. So they can only give their takes in 15 seconds at a time. But they're buying their gear with donations. And then they come to the ring with a web camera. And they're getting battered by whoever it is, like Braun Breaker or something, is just chucking them all over the ring. But then they'll you'll hear like a ding, and they'll get a new subscriber. So they'll be getting smashed all over, and they'll have to thank their new subscriber every time they get a new donation or something like that. Thank you very much for the donation. Yeah, we really appreciate that. And we'll call him Sean Click, because it's Sean Michaels, and he was in the click, and also you click. Ah. I like gamer. A gamer. Yeah. Uh, gamer. Video games. What's your thing, Sid? Well, uh, I've messed it up, man. I was going to, again, I want to win. You want to win? I don't want to banter off one. I want to win. So I'm thinking, it's Halloween Havoc season coming up. Uh, Dakota Guy's the Undertaker now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. Dakota Guy was digging a grave last week. It was, like, <laughs> it was a mystery voice. But it was like, I'm going to bloody camp back, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... Uh, <laughs> You're gonna poo. <laughs> like very, very grave digger thing, and someone's coming back to take what's hers, and it's Dakota, and it's a very Kiwi voice. I've been in the bloody desert. It was 120 degrees. Don't you <laughs> bloody know? Bad news, Raquel. I don't sleep. <laughs> so I was going to say, that Boom, by the by, that along similar lines, in a classic throwback to. Oh my God, does he know about Chan Shaw? Oh, maybe he doesn't. Chan Shaw went 50 50. Yeah, the dragon lady got pinned in about five minutes. <laughs> By, I can't remember who. No. Indy Hartwell? Yeah, it was Indy. Yeah, yeah, Indy yeah. Indy Hartwell. Because she went in. Yeah, dragon yeah, lady. Because Bo was busy and doing something to her in a cupboard and he went, get out or whatever. And then she went, oh, I've been bloody freaky stuff. I mean, big stuff. On a honeymoon. On a bloody honeymoon. And I'm sacking his cack. Because, like, you know how there was... Did you see the bit of Gargano in the, the, the honeymoon suite when he was I behind? the last thing I saw. I, I, I'm, I'm remembering wanking and wardrobe jokes. <laughs> so <laughs> so like we throw out 50 Johnnies or something. Yeah, so at least then there was an innuendo. They're having a pillow fight. Oh, I'm going to hit me harder. Hit me harder. And Johnny Gargano's going, there's some freaky stuff going on here. But it turns out there was having a pillow fight and there's something going on. The week after, they were backstage. They completely abandoned the pretense of doing <laughs> on Tondras. And um, what's the name? Persia Perotta. Persia Perotta was talking about Indy Hartwell. And like they didn't do anything like, oh, he had some uh, keel pasta for breakfast. How big was this? Oh, seven, eight, nine, four, five. They basically, they didn't do that, which would have been consistent with how they were doing things. Basically, they were just in the goddamn alley, <laughs> in the goddamn locker room, down the corridor, going, how big is he then? Seven, eight, and then Indy Hartwell goes, oh, 9.5. <laughs> Dexter Loomis in NXT Canon, NXT 2.0 Canon has a 9.5 inch cock. <laughs> I don't know where I was. Uh, what's your thing? Oh, yeah. So, what's the thing? Um, so, yeah, along the lines of this Dakota Kai Undertaker character, I was going to say, well, right, okay, Halloween Havoc. What if they have a Halloween Phantom, right? Yeah. A la Recruit. Then I'm thinking, this won't be some lovingly nostalgic, like really detailed, like deep cut Easter eggs for like nerds like us to really like love. Um, so 
because it's Triple H, he's always hated, and it's Vince McMahon now, he's always hated Halloween Havoc in WCW by proxy, so there will not be a Halloween Phantom. There will be, um, I was going to say race car driver, but obviously they've done that with Bob Holly. Like they've already done this and it fails. That's so why are they L- doing it again? Good bit of LTST though. Um, so they will have a um, Silicon Valley billionaire tech. Ooh. Billionaire, a technological billionaire from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Who can develop in collaboration with Cameron Grimes a new dating app. And, and they'll have a feud. Whenever they're not there, because you know there's far too many characters to get on TV. Whenever they're not there that week, they can say, oh, you know, Gary isn't here this week because... Gary. Because he's gone into space with William Shatner again, or some bollocks. That's <laughs> a cultural reference. <laughs> and then Cameron Grimes, you go, I was meant to go to, to the moon. Yeah. I'm sticking with my character from last week, by the way. I'm, I'm, I think they're going to do this. I think Danny Birch is going to be an evil chef. He's going to come out. I might even suggest... That, you know how they, like, even if sometimes they might have something at work, it has to be a square peg in a round hole. So they're going to be like, Danny, evil chef. And you're like, brilliant. You've got Gordon Ramsay, this classic British stereotype, comes out effing and jeffing and maybe he can be a face or a heel or whatever. And he can just, you know, like Andre Chase, just start swearing all over the place. And they go, no, you're from Hell's Kitchen. So you need to speak with an American accent now. So I think they're going to do that. That's a little grudge from against them for five years yes unable to speak in a new york accent when they've already got tony d'angelo on the but still place. regardless of whatever happens danny birch uh michael hamfler he's going to wear a chef's hat underneath it, he's going to keep a rolling pin that he's cheap to his and his finisher is i'm not sure if i mentioned this last week but regardless it's going to be called brown bread i think you were some brown bread and that's what you are now you bloody plonker i think you're really onto something with danny birch like I've I have seen a lot of people are sharing um the menu prices at Salt Bay's restaurant. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? How oh, they not made reference to that, by the way? Yeah. So like, why doesn't Danny Birch obviously throw the salt like Salt Bay in people's eyes? Yes. Because as well, do you remember somebody gift him running at the War Games cage and said it was like he was running heels because he was so <laughs> delicate in his movements? But this guy that's hard as nails, he was like sort of tiptoeing in. So I think he'd have like the. The dexterity for those like salt bay throws, the wrestlers would never see it coming. I'm still annoyed that Edge never used grit in his feud with Randy Orton. So, yeah, I'll take it here to be perfectly honest. Too much banter for Edge. Ooh, I got a vein sticking out of my forehead. Lion up, Adam. Come on. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT. Do bite. Oh, tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at. Michael Hamflet or Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Huh? Follow us all. Follow me at Anna Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcast, the raw review is already available right now. And tomorrow you will get our review, and it's always a good laugh, of NXT 2. Point. Oh, this has been the preview there. My thanks to the Dally Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Huh? Huh? 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.